Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Give it to me. Give it to me. Hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Happy Friday. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where we take a break from doom scrolling for just a minute and try some thing scrolling on the hunt as ever for the things that will entertain you, enlighten you, maybe have an unexpected dark twist to them like everything seems to these days. But by God, thanks for the break. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We are the things that are ready to scroll by your ears and delight you. Y- yes. That is exactly what we are. If you could imagine us as uh, amorphous mm-hmm. things, there would be mm-hmm. like a shimmer and it would just sort of cruise by your ear, not in the fly way. No, no. In, in the sort of like, ooh, that feels good. In the, in the good way. Like, a, a, good like way. a fleece scarf way. Yeah. Like a thing scroll, a happy scroll. Yeah, happy scrolls mostly, come from mostly. California. No, it's cows. Um, <laughs> and as uh, it now seems like a good as, as good a time to mention that it's um ninety nine thousand degrees in Oakland today. So it is nothing about my brain is right now in Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh, or yeah. in my area of Los Angeles, anyway. Are you in the area of Los Angeles where the homes have airco? Oh, that's called Los Angeles. Yeah, that's what. Yes. <laughs> Sadly, uh, actually, no. There's there's some there's some homes like right on the ocean in Los Angeles that don't have air conditioning. But yeah, it's not like San Francisco. Yeah, we do not. We do not. Mm. It's I I actually consider it a, a resounding success that I have kept it to only 86 degrees in the house today. That's that's a that's a feat. I believe me. I know. Yeah. I, I lived in Oakland. I get it. Yeah, I know. Totally. It's not it's not often, but when it happens, it happens hard. So it does. And it's hard because you're like, I don't want to buy an air conditioner just for the 12 days I'll need it a year. But boy, for those 12 days, you really do. <laughs> I did. I, w- I did break down and put window units in the bedrooms and it is yeah, magical. Yeah. I've spent no a lot kidding. of time in there today. A lot of time. Yeah. What was it? I think it was um, when we lived in San Rafael, we didn't have air conditioning, but we had a window unit in one room. And yep. so when it would get super hot, yeah, we'd just kind of trundle in there. This is like up. we should revisit our old episode on mini splits. I, maybe I should look into <laughs> oh, them. Oh, right. It, you yeah, know, yeah. the globe yeah. warming and all. Yeah. Well, the uh, one of the things that I have identified here uh, is, is something that uh, you may say, like, Tom, this has been a thing for a while, but I'm, I'm calling it top thing because okay. I'm continuing to see it. It was mm. a thing I thought about identifying early on and then i felt like i'd missed it but it has not gone away it's a persistent thing and that is the air fryer oh yes yep you know what you're right like it did go through what i think is a pardon me pacifico a fascinating life cycle in thingness where it's like so thingy that it's just not even worth it you're like it's too it's too it's too obvious it's it's on the nose if you will but then it reaches this cult-like situation where everybody's still talking about it. 
Exactly. And still mm-hmm. sharing their favorite brands and sales and almost like, well, if, you, if you're frying something and you don't use an air fryer, what's wrong with you is the attitude. <laughs> is it even fried? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like $40 for this one. I mean, this is a June article I'm looking at, but like they're not really expensive either. No, not compared to the the other one, the pot air, the pot, the instant pot, insta pot, insta pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's ex- instant pot. That thing is expensive. Forty bucks is almost worth like I don't know. I want to try it because it is. I can tell it's at max thing status because people who otherwise do not buy standalone kitchen implements right. are mm-hmm. starting to ask me about it. Like, do I need this thing? Yeah, that's and like when you, you know, know, no oil, uh, no preheat time because no oil. Uh, just uses convection to to get crispy, crispy. fry your stuff. <laughs> I guess sometimes I like oily though. Yeah, I mean, if I want a fried thing, yeah. I want a fried thing. Like I don't, I don't like fried things enough to invest in a version of them that isn't going to clog my arteries. Like that's the point. <laughs> What's the point? Just not that into <laughs> that into X. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. So yeah, but it is. So, uh, Persistent thing, definitely probably going to be around for a long, a long, pushing, pushing up a level. I think that's what I would call it. Air fryer has gone from like, ah, yeah, obvious thing to like, wow, even more of a thing than I thought. I know. Me too. Yes. You know what? I'm so glad you put it in there because basically when the boyfriend asked me about it, I was like, oh, it's, it's achieved some sort of mind share penetration that takes it to thing status. I kept seeing like unexpected people <laughs> mentioning it. I think that's what finally made me put it in there. I should say now the Discord is wondering if I'm going to buy one in the next five <laughs> of minutes. Course. Yes, that is the question. And I want you to know I considered it, but that Instant Pot, which, by the way, I should say broke, like doesn't now it doesn't work anymore. And it's just sitting on my counter taking up space. And I'm I'm in the I'm in the like, it's a it's an ongoing bell curve. But I'm at the part of the bell curve where I'm angry about standalone kitchen implements mm-hmm. that yeah especially if you was broke that sucks it broke yeah the heck? i know so no Instant i'm not doing it i don't think so i'm pretty sure i'm gonna get through the episode without it but 40 dollars is a really good deal i know it's like almost like <laughs> well she she i mean I i'll spend that on a delivery <laughs> for the, I know, like, the fam hmm. yeah okay i'm not clicking i'm not doing it um so my next thing is one of those things that actually started out in the space we like to inhabit, which is like happy scrolls that fly past your ear like a little winged fairy uh, and then ended up because we cannot have nice things apparently in the dark place like who knew. So my son got all excited recently and he ordered a whole bunch of like vintage Hawaiian shirts on cool. eBay, which yeah. are awesome one of them is silk and then i just started seeing them popping up everywhere and everybody was wearing the hawaiian shirts and then i saw this thing about how like this studio ghibli brand like released a whole bunch of new hawaiian shirts and so literally as of today before the show i was just like hawaiian shirts are a thing how nice and it's so tearful and i kind of like that this is a new fashion thing and then i did my usual thing which was open up the duck duck go and try to find Mm -hmm. any news stories about the thing and everything was ruined mm. when I also found out that maybe part of the reason that Hawaiian shirts are in the consciousness right now is that they have been adopted and hijacked by like the Boogaloo movement and far right American white supremacist protesters. So here's what, what I think. The hell. 
here's what I think on this issue facing our country. Uh, go buy more Hawaiian shirts and wear yes. them a lot. Wear them everywhere. <laughs> Without the reason, the reason weapon. that was adopted, and, and this goes for any fringe subgroup of any kind, the reason you will see something like this happen is it is unexpected and it stands out, right? So it's it's unexpected in in the community, like, oh, this is funny, and it stands out to each other, but also can fly under the radar because no one looks at it and, you know, you're not wearing a Nazi flag. Right. Right. Uh, right. And so, so it's, it's a, it's a way to silently signal and, and the way you, uh, you, you block silent signals is to um, just take it back loud, yeah, just flood loudly. the market. Yeah. So as Norbert Frost has said in our discord, someone alert the K-pop fans to start buying Hawaiian shirts. Yes. Please. I love this. <laughs> yeah. Let's totally do that. Because, and I yeah, think this is no. happening anyway, because I think you're right that a, that a few articles about this got Hawaiian shirts into people's minds. Right. But I'll be honest, the first time I read about Hawaiian shirts being used by uh, alt-right movements, I immediately wanted to go wear one of my Hawaiian shirts, not because I wanted to identify right. as part of that movement, but I was like, oh, yeah, Hawaiian shirts, they are cool. I've got a couple of those. Maybe I should yeah. throw one on. Yeah. No, it was totally to be like, suck it, Nazis. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And so I am so I do definitely want to, uh, to take it back. I think deploying the K-pop is genius. That is a genius idea. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think things like this, this is how a thing sometimes becomes a thing. There's like a bunch of different inputs that prime you to have Hawaiian shirts on the brain. And maybe this was one of them somewhere on Instagram. I could imagine that bubbling up to my son. Um, but yeah, so not only are they a thing, but they are a thing that we need to actively take back. It's the classic back arc the Hawaiian shirt. of like, man, I liked Hawaiian shirts when they were cool and only a few of us wore them, right? Like <laughs> you want that to happen. That, that happens. That normally <laughs> happens. Subcultures get appropriated and they know and they lose their meaning. I liked him. I liked him before the far right terrorists got into them. <laughs> well, then there's that too, right? Yeah, but I'm just saying what you want is the people who were using him as part of their subculture to be like, oh man, they're not cool anymore. They went mainstream. Yeah, that's really true. To gatekeep them, if you will. Ha ha, call back. Indeed, 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 indeed. All right. Uh, I want to talk about fabric. <laughs> yeah. You do. Uh, and this is another one where it's not new, but I'm kind of wondering if it's done. I'm very mm. curious if it's done because it didn't make the jump. And I, I'm talking about fabric as a gadget texture. You go uh -huh. buy a smart speaker uh, or some laptops, especially those uh, convertible, you know, the ones that are tablets and laptops. Mm -hmm. They're going to have this faux fabric covering. Anything right? from Google. Anything, anything from Google. Amazon does it too now. Mm -hmm. um, and the, I think the idea is to make it look more friendly in your home, not look like like a, a tech device, right? Uh, give it a soft, welcoming look. Put fabric on it, and then that somehow moved onto laptops, and so people are like, "Oh, now your Microsoft Surface will have a nice faux fabric cover." So I thought, okay, is this making its way? Right, as often. You know, the beige, black, silver, wood tone of of technology gadgets will sometimes move into other arenas. I could not find any example of any other appliance outside of the strict tech world that is doing this. So uh, I think it may be done. 
Interesting. Huh. I guess so. Because I haven't noticed it in any recent product designs, but it was so cool for just a minute. Fabric covered gadgets. I wonder if there was something about it that just is somehow impractical. Well, maybe. Uh, these were, I think, usually made out of plastic. So they were fabric texture, but they weren't actually fabrics. If you're like, yeah, ew, yeah. gross. Right. <laughs> like they wouldn't really have the the hygiene problem that an actual piece of fabric would have if you couldn't throw it in the washer, which you probably wouldn't want to throw your Google Home in the washer. I don't know. What would what would it have to make the jump to in order to be... Well, I think if Are it becomes like a bigger microwave? trend, it goes to microwaves and, you know, uh, food processors and Instant Pots and, oh. and stuff like that. Mm. Or, or yeah. stereo, stereo components, speakers, right. you know. Yeah. Which maybe, I want to look at Ikea now because I think, because remember, Ikea came out with that line just recently of sort of like a Sonos competitor. Oh, right. And I yeah. want to say that it was fabricized. Yeah. And that would fall into the gadget bucket for me. The family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can see, I could see that it might remain a trend in this very like living room gadget thing. It isn't particularly practical, really, if you think about it as something that's going to make the jump to like kitchen gadgets, right? Yeah, right. I wouldn't I want thought... my microwave to have that because they get all slimy. Well, but it's plastic, so it shouldn't get slimy, but you'll you'll have that attitude. You'll have that thinking, and you'll be like, oh, I don't know about that. And it's going to be so gross. maybe that's yeah. why, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, Ikea's still trying to rock it with the bookshelf speakers. So I guess we'll I think, see. Um, I think we'll know the next rev of Amazon and Google home products. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Norbert Presson says that reminds me of my grandma's fabric toaster cover. <laughs> the cover. Which I think we oh, can yeah. agree is... What Toaster cozies. Toaster cozies. Because they need to stay warm. Stay warm. Well, and, you, and you don't want the people to just see your toaster. And that's gauche. I mean, exactly. <laughs> um, my next thing. Please. How embarrassing. My next thing uh, has is, is like the kind of thing I've only noticed because I have succeeded after low these many episodes. You may remember that in the relaunch of It's a Thing, since we have returned... I said I wanted to become a crazy plant lady. And right. I was like, that House was part plants. of our original pitch to the patrons. Exactly. Exactly. So that happens. <laughs> so you made that happen. Good job, oh, patrons. Oh, yeah. I am for sure a crazy plant lady now. It has occurred. I, I'm, I feel like I'm actually going to take some updated photos of all the damn plants. And so I've noticed various plants and like the level up and the level down and whatever. And lots and lots of times I have seen in staging where i get all my good design ideas in on hgtv shows uh all over the place this particular plant called the fiddle leaf fig and then well I was fiddle like, leaf that, fig. this plant is everywhere and then last weekend i went to costco and they had a and i know that costco is like a regional thing but they had like dozens of fiddle leaf fig for sale all throughout <laughs> costco and i was like all right a, not only am I finally going to buy one of these dang plants, because they are kind of hard to take care of, reportedly, but I think they're officially a thing. And they are the modern ficus. Oh, they totally are. Like a yeah. really difficult to take care of plant that everyone suddenly wants to buy for some that reason. Everyone wants to buy because it's super pretty. I mean, it really is like very cheerful. It has big, bright green leaves. It kind of looks like it's charred. 
a little bit, not burnt, mm, mm-hmm. but charred the food in that it's <laughs> sort of veiny like that. Um, and they, they grow nice and tall. So if you want like a nice six feet, you know, like a really impressive plant in your house, the fiddle leaf is like the one to do. Um, but yeah, it's, it apparently is. And I don't know. Apparently it's a giant pain in the butt, which is why it was re- even they're They're called like Lyrica something, something, but I guess they call them fiddle leaf because they are so fiddly. Like they're ah, such uh-huh. a pain <laughs> wow. to grow and keep looking good. I know, but I bought one. And then luckily I didn't have the thing where I discovered that uh white far right white nationalists had appropriated fiddle leaves. Phew. No, no. In fact, I discovered that they are the like plant of the decade. Like, Nailed it. <laughs> HGTV.com was like the hot house plant of the moment or really of the last few years. The fiddle leaf fig makes a gorgeous architectural statement in any room of the house. You so got it. You are on this. This is great. Nailed it. Also, every time you say fiddly fig, I hear fiddle dee dee and it's amazing. Yeah, it does make you want to sing songs, which is kind of fun (laughs) too. It's pretty great. It must be part of it. No, I can already tell this plant is going to drive me insane. I have I've tried and failed with a couple tropical plants, so it's not gonna be that bad. Mm -hmm. But they do talk about things like humidity, and I'm like, oh god, not that. Yeah, you need a three-way meter, apparently, to make it grow properly. I know. My sister-in-law just bought a three-way meter. God, bless America, why did I do <laughs> and it? And some root I went, rot treatment. And, oh, my gosh. I like. I walked right by the fiddle leaf figs in Costco. I was like, no, I know about this plant. It is a pain to take care of. I am not doing it. And then I came around. They literally just had them everywhere. Man. I don't know why. If it was some sort of cast off from like a home staging company. <laughs> like it was such a weird thing to be in Costco. But I will I tell wonder. you what. I wonder if like restaurants and stuff were the market for this. And with restaurants not decorating right now, suddenly there was a fiddly fig (laughs) overrun. Glut, a glut, a fiddle glut. Yeah, I don't know. But it was like a really strange thing to have at Costco, I will admit. And the other thing is now they've gone like supernova thing because everyone in Costco had one in their cart. Everybody bought that thing. Oh, my gosh. Idiots everywhere. By the everywhere. way, this picture at HGTV.com uh, has an animal rug in the picture. Just, oh, you know, to put that stamp amazing. on it for you. Yeah. I appreciate that, too, because I really thought that I bought those just as they went out of style. But I still see them here mm-hmm. and there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it also, totally I, does. Aww. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think the, like, blanched white wood may be a thing as well in this setting. Yes. I think so too. The, the sort, sort of, of like almost bleached like, drift wood. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like faux distressed wood. Yeah. I think there's like a little bit of a, I mean, you know, I'll, I'm going to keep an eye on it, but there does seem to be a little mm-hmm. bit of a seascape thing coming around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gray, That's it. everything that shimmery. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Coastal. Coastal is the vibe. From coastal to postal. <laughs> oh, bravo. <laughs> Uh, just a little bonus thing that, that, that Molly noticed. Apparently the post office is a thing now. You know, kind of a thing, the post office, turns out. Turns out you need it to get your prescriptions, run your small business that's mail dependent, order things off of the internet from places other than Amazon, and vote in a pandemic. Here's... Here's my problem, my biggest problem with this, and and you may laugh at me and you may even think less of me, but my biggest problem with this is it's bipartisan to complain about the post office. You can't take that away from America. 
You can't suddenly make the post office a divisive thing. We should all be complaining about the post office in unison together. Yeah, that's really true. Mm-hmm. That's also, what we makes get to us. Vote. A, that's what makes There's us a country. Our, it does. Our our genuine uh, mild disappointment with the postal system. Just being kind of mad, still yeah. respecting the work. But being a little, you know, bummed out about it. Sure, sure. No, yeah. Linux Fiend is absolutely right. What's next? The DMV? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I mean, guys, I'm not going to I'm not going to go too far down this rabbit hole, but if there is anyone that you can call to encourage some kind of awareness of what is happening with the post office right now, please believe me when I tell you it's the whole ball game. And I'm shocked at how even now that like mailboxes are literally being carted away in front well, of in, God in, and in country. Montana. <laughs> yeah, just to, to hit you Oregon home a little harder. Yeah. And like in every state other than Alaska, actually, postal boxes are being removed. Mail sorting machines are being removed in advance of an election that will rely on in-person voting. I don't care who you intend to vote for with your absentee ballot, but if you want to be able to vote, you need the post office. Like, we need to freak out about this. I mean, I'll be I'll I'll go farther than that. Forget voting. Let's just say tomorrow uh, mail in voting wasn't allowed and we all had to risk our lives to to go vote. You still need the post office. You still also need the post office. That's actually true. It's in the Constitution. I get my medicine through Mm -hmm. the post office. Yep. Yep. So does my dog. I also get my bills through the post office. I also get letters through the post office. We don't need a world in which we're all trying to get Kevin Costner involved somehow, do we? That's a threat. To get Kevin Costner involved? Yeah, from that movie, The Postman. (laughs) Wow, bro. (laughs) Uh I don't know. Yeah. You've gone deep. You've gone deep on the I'm post saying. office thing. That's how that bad is amazing. it is. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> anyway, it's in the Constitution. The post office. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is I'm sorry. Few... Our producer Rich has given me a red card for that one. Oh, I'm out of, I'm no. out of the podcast. Thanks, everybody. He's out. He's out. I'm just. We're, Rich and I are going to have to do this ourselves. <laughs> but Linux Fiend says he was picking up what you were laying down. So there. Yep. Wow. Thank I, you. I. This is. I'm watching this tonight. I might watch this tonight. <laughs> I think this we should get this trending. Everyone, uh, go watch The Postman and tweet about go it. Go watch The Postman. Only Kevin Costner can save us now. <laughs> Is that what we want? All right. Oh, God. We shouldn't have to come to this, America. Get it together. Uh, uh, shall we right. get some feedback, then? It's so appropriate. The feedback is so on topic. Indeed. Alan, uh, on naming weather, wrote Molly and Tom, very way off topic, unless naming previously unnamed weather is a thing. Do heat waves really overlap? For me, the benefit of named storms has always been knowing which of several serious storms heading across the Atlantic is being discussed. I was skeptical when the Met Office said they were going to name UK storms, as they seem to me to be consecutive rather than concurrent. But when shown alongside the European names, there does seem to be some overlap. Aren't 
multiple heat waves next to each other, just a single bigger heat wave, though. (laughs) They often seem to span continents and lack the defined centers of larger storms. In my limited experience, the UK names do not seem to have gained much traction as a point of reference for people in England, even if forecasters find them useful. Would heat waves fare any better? I love this email. This is the kind of pedantry that our show is built on. Yes. I appreciate this. I have no answers, but I could not respect you more for doing this level of research. It's Mm -hmm. amazing. Yes. Go (laughs) deep, folks. We appreciate it. Thank you. Go deep and then email us because it's basically our favorite thing. Andrew also has thoughts. Uh, He says, Molly and Tom, I started thinking about naming heat waves and every name that felt appropriate was a firebender in Avatar The Last Airbender. Sorry, Alan, I'm back on. (laughs) (laughs) Heat wave Azula, heat wave Ozai, which is probably itself a thing. True. Since its reappearance on Netflix and ties into the gatekeeping thing because fans of the show use the character Eero's philosophies to combat the Internet's natural gatekeeping tendencies when it got exposed to a wider audience. And there is a Reddit link. The the folks who created the animated version are now off the live action version. What? Just this past week. Oh, over creative man. differences so that's a whole thing in and of itself prince zuko everyone starts their avatar journey somewhere now there are more friends to share a nice cup of tea with uh i will <laughs> say we i think we talked about this in a bonus content at one point but yeah we we sort of like missed that avatar had come back as a thing and now it might be reaching air fryer status in yeah that, like right it, you know mm-hmm. it was such a thing that we were like oh we missed it but now it, it's still, is it, still is it, going. Is it busting up a level? Yeah. I think it, it might be. Very well might be. Especially yeah. when it came back to Netflix. Yes. And people, some people thought like, oh my gosh, it was never here. But it had been. It had just been so long. Yeah. Mm. Amazing. Um, All right. And now. Time for the shout outs. The, the best time of the show. <laughs> Uh, today's shout outs are created by Rich Straffolino using Homeric epithets as mnemonic aids and because of the constraints of the dactylic hexameter. Sometimes I feel like he might just be showing off. I think that was a little bit showing off. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't begrudge it. You know, I know. If, you, if you got it, flaunt it. Probably just pulled it right <laughs> out of his brain. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we would like to thank the following people for supporting this show at the shout out level on patreon.com slash it's a thing first, the swift footed Kevin Sill, the wide ruling Lord Eric Duncan, Jake Woods of the glinting helmet, the rouser of armies, Gabriel Cohen, Brad Sparks, destroyer of mice, bright eyed Louis St. Amour, the beautiful cheeked Andrew Wyatt. And Mike Aikens, Breaker of Horses. That's a really cool one. <laughs> uh, now, I, I wish we had someone at the shout out level named Dawn so we could do Rosie Fingered Dawn. Oh, look at you. Mm. Join in the show off parade. I mean, being so well read. <laughs> so well read. Oh, do you not get that reference, Molly? Here, let me explain it to you. Oh, oh no, I get it. <laughs> oh, amazing. Anytime you get an epithet attached to your name you know that you have chosen the right show to support if your epithet is in dactylic hexameter even better remarkable remarkable (laughs) you're winning you're winning friends we're all winning (laughs) and rich Rich, by the way reports was vetoed because it sounds gross i mean it kind of does that is really true yeah yeah well played rich as always 
Uh, thank you to producer Rich Straffolino for our favorite part of the show. Thank you for listening to It's a Thing, for emailing us your feedback, our other favorite part of the show, feedback at it's a thing.me, and of course, for supporting us on Patreon. You're the best. Yep, patreon.com slash it's a thing. Do it right now. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.